Welcome back in to 24-7 Ball Talk. Super excited to be back on the go. NFL, getting COVID-19 being lifted, moving forward to reopening some of the things going on, especially after the draft, the NFL schedule being posted. The NFL are, are making major moves, major moves to keep us updated, keep us in the loop, the Rams, the Chargers, the Patriots all came out with new uniforms. Uh, that's exciting news happening. On the show today, what I want to talk to you is about power rankings. The NFL just produced their power rankings after the draft, where team sits right now as they have it ranked. I also want to talk about my own power rankings. I want to look at the AFC, NFC, what are some issues there as we go forward, looking to where they rank, teams rank, did the Dolphins move up, where do you put the Patriots, all those things I want to get into. I want to talk about teams to watch. And also, I want to touch a little bit on Cam Newton and Dak Prescott for what's going on there with those two quarterbacks in the NFL and how that is going to hold out for the Cowboys and is Cam Newton finished? Is he done? Those are some things I want to talk to you about this session and, and looking forward to it. Super, super excited that the NFL is moving forward. Now also on my NBA, I'll be doing an NBA edition. I want to get a little bit more information on the season that should be coming out in the next few days. Uh, the NBA has, has posted some things and, and possibly looking at some different avenues. I want to talk to you about that. And then if I was Adam Silver as commissioner, what would I do? That's where I want to go with the show today. So let's start this off right off the bat and get into some serious news because I want to talk to you about Cam Newton. Now, listening to Stephen A. on ESPN the other day, they were talking about Cam Newton. And he is, you look at his past resume, but you've got to go back to 2015. Cam Newton of 2015, sure, he would have signed Max Deal. I think he still would be a Panther right now if he was 2015. But we are now 2020 Cam Newton. He has had more surgeries than he's played in football games in the last year. So, so you look at that and you say to yourself, okay, we want Cam Newton, as Cam Newton, you want to see these players succeed. I mean, you've got to have, you know, the, the, the players and the type they are. You, you hate to see them just like put and shelved and moved on. Now, if injuries are there, I get, that's a big deal. Now, the question is, right now, does a team does let's go does a team take Cam Newton? That's first of all. Look at does a team take a risk on Cam Newton? Now you're sitting there and you're saying you're the Patriots. You used to have Sidham, and he's right there as your quarterback. He's new, he's young, he had a year behind Tom Brady last year, so he's moving forward. Do you take the risk on bringing in a Cam Newton? Now, realize there is baggage with Cam Newton. I'm not going to say there's not. A, can he play to the caliber position that he has 
in recent years? Uh, we don't know. Can he throw the deep ball? Can he run with his foot? Cam Newton's game is a lot like Lamar Jackson. It's going to be based on his running ability. So are teams willing to, to take a risk on that as a starter? That's what I'm saying right now. Now, that comes into it. Me personally, I don't take the risk. I don't, I don't take the risk on Cam Newton as being my starter. <coughs> I think that I would go with a younger, like the Patriots. I would go a sit him. Also, Allen at the Bills. If you bring in a Cam Newton and your young quarterback has Cam Newton sitting behind him, he has a bad game. Let's say Sidham throws three interceptions in a game. You're going to have the Pittsburgh Steeler controversy all over again. What quarterback is doing what? Who are we going with? And it would be a debacle because I know as fans, fans want to win. If Sidham threw three interceptions, you would be calling for Cam Newton. Do you want to put that pressure on your young quarterback? Uh, you think about that. I, I just, I don't think you do as a coach or a GM. Uh, I don't think you do that to your, your young quarterback. Cam Newton now, he has said he wants to be a starter. He will take a second string, but I don't think Cam Newton will. Now, would you bring Cam Newton as a second string? Really interesting question. I posed this to my social psych, uh, sports psychology class. And I asked them, I didn't use his name, but I asked them, would you, give the, would you give the advice if you had a player that was first string caliber, but he either sits out a year or goes in his second string? Now, most of my students said, said that they would, uh, he should go be in his second string. I thought that was really interesting. I had one um, editor, he said, he said, no, he said, I think he needs to go in and, and sit out the year. And I thought that was really interesting, a really interesting comment that he would say that and, and, and give a shout out to him. He, we went back and forth on this topic and then a couple other topics. So just to some of my students there that are, if they're listening, thanks for listening. And also just to give a shout out to Edder, he's a big Bears fan. And uh, when I talk about the Bears, we'll kind of go over that. However, Cam Newton, where does he fall? Right now, um, everything that I've been researching, uh, not very many people are out to get him. The Seahawks showed interest in him. Now, that would be a good fit. Russell Wilson doesn't get hurt, but you bring him in behind somebody that's solidified and is a number one, bona fide number one. But the problem is the Seahawks want to get him on such a low Pay rate. And Cam Newton said he won't play for that. He would rather sit out and wait for teams to call him. So in this big, huge thing of the Cam Newton, what do you do with him? If I'm a GM or if I'm a coach, I'm telling Cam Newton, you know, I got my starter. I'm sorry. I mean, your backup, sure. But it would have to fit my system. I see Cam Newton sitting out a year. Or when somebody gets hurt, such like the Jags uh, with Nick Foles last year. They needed somebody uh, right then and there. I just think Cam Newton, with all of his baggage, now I didn't know this, 
but a lot of the things I, he, he, I guess he was an issue in the locker room and he had off season issues. A lot of people like, is his heart into it? I mean, these are questions. Now, I don't know Cam Newton personally, so I can't really say that this would be, but as an NFL team, you want to do your homework. A, you want to see him live. You want to give him a physical test. You want your doctors on him. And I think that's what the NFL is really struggling right now to do. That's my Cam Newton issues there. Take it for what it's worth. I'm going to throw that out to you. You can get back to me. Uh, hit me up there and, 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 and tell me what you think. Also, let's go on a little further now. Dak Prescott. Interesting. Kirk Cousins just came out and gave and said, Dak, the franchise tag is not that bad to play with. If you're Dak Prescott, you got to realize Amari Cooper just signed a $100 million contract. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott signed a $90 million contract. Now you're the one, you're Dak, you're the quarterback, and you're saying, really, you're going to franchise tag me? Dallas Cowboys, quit playing with Dak Prescott. If he's your man, sign him to a deal. Sign him to the big contract. You drafted him. Fourth round, Mississippi State. He has done and got you places now. Has he won the big game? Not yet. Has he put up numbers? Sure. Talked about a little bit about where what Dallas should do and compared Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott in my last session. I just think that the Dallas Cowboys quit messing around with this guy. You either pay him or move him on. I'm going to quit sitting around on it. You've got playmakers all around. You've got the new coach coming in. If he doesn't do it, if you don't think he can do it, then don't pay him. Move him on. Quit dangling him along. Now, I know that's what the franchise tag is for, and Dak has said he will hold out. I'm telling you this. Now, I, in my rankings coming up, I had Dak playing. And, but they would drastically change if he didn't. Now, they did bring in Andy Dalton, and he is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think anybody can argue with that. And you say, well, he came from the Bengals, didn't do anything. He was at the Bengals. The Bengals were tanking. He, I mean, he, he didn't have weapons around him. I'm not saying that they're a bad team, but I just look at it. Andy Dalton was in a dire situation. Now he goes to Dallas. Can he win in Dallas? Sure. Sure, Dalton can win. He's a, he's, he's a professional. But me, personally, I say you pay Dak the money. Go with it, Cowboys. Give him the long term that he needs. Make him your man. And if not, then move on. You move on from him and send him on his way. Don't mess around with it because if he holds out next year, you think about this. If Dak holds out and he does like Ezekiel, that they wait till the second week of the season, Andy Dalton's already started for you week one. He's going into week two. You're going to bring him in. You've got a new system with the quarterback. It would just be a nightmare for the Cowboys. I really couldn't see them uh, doing much in ways of having that. And do you want... Do you want your team with a quarterback issue 
going forward. I mean, you think about that going forward, and you think about the first two games. You play the Rams, which I think uh, the Rams, I don't even know if they're a playoff team anymore. I was super high on them last year, but not a playoff team. That's your first game of the year. Your second game of the year, if you're the Cowboys, is the Falcons. Now, the Falcons, I think they are and possibly could be a playoff team. That's week two. But star this, week three, you play the Seahawks. You mean to tell me that you're going in week two to sign Dak if he holds out, you're going to wait till then and bring him against the Seahawks for his first game back, or you're going to bench Dalton where who knows they should be. Cowboys should be going into it 2-0, playing the Seahawks. Um, I mean, it could go either way. I would pick them to beat the Rams. I would. Uh, they play their home opener against the Falcons at home, so I actually would take them at 2-0 against the Falcons and coming into week three against the Seahawks. Are you kidding me? That's. I mean, you're just waiting for a disaster to happen. And the road doesn't... I mean, the road's a little bit easier. You have the Browns, the Giants, and the Cardinals as, as you're going forward. So all winnable games. So I see the Cowboys... If they sign him to a big deal, they seriously could be sitting 6-0. And, and, and I hate to say that, but really looking at the Cowboys' schedule, their first six games, they could be 6-0 and and well on their way to a playoff spot right there. So that's just what I'm saying about this. The Dak Prescott, if I was given... I would say sign him, sign him, get continuity, especially this year with it's going to be such a different year in the NFL and moving and moving forward. I, I don't think you want this controversy amongst your teams paying the money. That's what I got. Welcome back after my sponsor there, Anchor Podcast. Use it. I would say this is the easiest podcast to use out there. It is amazing. I would do it. Okay, let's get on to the NFL Power Rankings. This is where I think it's interesting, and I'm loving it. This is so awesome. I mean, I have had a lot of things happen in 2020 this year. What a crazy year so far. I mean, we've seen, I've never been so happy in all my life when my Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Now, that brings me to uh, this, what's going on right now with this power ranking. I'm going to use the ESPN power ranking. I've looked at some different ones. There are some tweaks there. Some people have different ones. Now, I'm going to go through the power rankings by AFC and NFC, tell you where they're at in both polls. To say, okay, based on the AFC, based on the NFC rankings, where do they sit and what you think. Now, the Chiefs, again, they drafted amazing draft. Everyone looks at it. They, they've added some definite people there that are going to help them. Uh, could you believe that they got the running back out of LSU, Clyde Edwards-Hiller? Now, what an awesome pickup. They need a running back. He is sitting there. They pick him up. I mean, think about it. They won a Super Bowl with, with Damian Williams and, and, and a, an entourage of running backs. I just look at it and I think, hey, we've just solidified this position there. Also, adding new 
pieces to the puzzle. Taco Charlton coming in from uh, the Dolphins via the Cowboys. I mean, he hasn't quite lived up to the name that he was supposed to, but I am super stoked. Michigan boy, it's exciting to see this. Also teaming back up with Clark, his old teammate. I'm telling you, that front four of Kansas City Chiefs with Jones, uh, Taco, Clark, uh, this is really amazing. There, There are others on there that are gonna compete for the job, but I think this is going to be an amazing year for the Chiefs also. Now, they have them as picked as number one. Right now, I think you have to. They're Super Bowl champs. I'll take it. Again, that's why I'm super excited about it. Now, I don't know. This is where you start to get into the NFL and you start to look at uh, post, you know, free agency rankings, as I said. This number two. Now, this was an interesting pick. The NFL put the Baltimore Ravens here at number two. Also number two in the NF and the AFC right behind the Chiefs. I think these two teams are elite of the AFC. I think if you had the AFC, you're going to put these two teams above everybody else in the AFC. I think the Texans are a close third. If I was picking according to the rankings and and looking at it, but the NFL disagrees. The NFL is not high on the Texans. And when we get to the Texans, we'll talk a little bit more about them. Now, the Ravens, you got to think about the Ravens. They added Jalen Ferguson to their old, um, outside linebacker. Their first pick came away of an old lineman. And so they just set up their run game. The Ravens didn't have like a, an outstanding draft. I mean, they had a good draft, but I still think they're number two. Now, number three. Uh, the Titans, the Titans are going to come along here and they pick up also an O-lineman to help their run game. Now, I think at number three, now this isn't in the NFL. This is just the AFC pick the Titans number three. They're eighth in the NFL. I think they're overrated here. I think last season in the pl- playoffs, they got off to a great start. I mean, the Titans were they they were they knocked off people they weren't supposed to knock off, and they made a run at it. I, I, they beat the Ravens. I, give them give them props there. I, I mean, they they did what they had to do to get to play Kansas City. They're one game away from the Super Bowl, so I've got to give the Titans some props. However, I think they're overrated in this position. I really think with their draft pick, it was lackluster. I mean, they, they, they picked for spots. They picked for what they were seeing. Um, they did get a wide receiver. I mean, they, they are they going to be the team? People are going to load that box up and you're going to expect Tannehill to beat you. I don't know if that can happen. Now, fourth ranked one are the Bills. Bills are an interesting team. I think they have a chance to knock off the Patriots. Whoa, wait so fast. Did you just say that? The Patriots have owned this division. They've won 15, the last 15, I want to say, I think it's 15 conference championships or division championships 
over the last years of this division. They own this division. The AFC East is owned by the Patriots. Can the Bills knock them off? Stop this domination run. Now, they were 11th in the power ranking in the NFL, and so I they have them as fourth in the AFC. Now, Josh Allen is a young upcoming quarterback. I thought he did some very good things in the playoffs. I thought he I thought he played well. Uh, I thought that game against the Texans was absolutely amazing. I think they uh, added some uh, players. I think the one, now I'm going to throw this out there, and I know it's a homer because I'm here in Utah, but running back Zach Moss, he will be a specimen. I think he's going to be very good in that system with the Bills. I think he's going to make some make some plays, and I think he'll be good. Now, granted, I've seen him play. I've seen him play live. I've seen and I've watched the Utes play multiple times. He is a legit running back. So the Buffalo Bills, I mean, they're investing a lot into their offense. And I have them as number four in the AFC. And knocking, uh, but <laughs> when I come back to my can they win the division, that's where I'm going to have some issues there. Now the Colts. Colts are a very interesting team also. Intriguing team. When you say a lot of post Free agency moves here. The biggest one stands out to us is uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers uh, adding to the Colts. I think that can help them out. But the key thing here, I want you to star this name. Um, he is amazing. I think he's going to be a specimen. Michael Pittman out of SC. I just think, wow, that was an amazing pickup. Then they turn around and get Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Absolutely putting together a team there. Philip Rivers, yes, he's on the twilight of his career. The sun is setting on his career. We all know that. But what a great asset. You put weapons around Philip Rivers. He's playing indoors, playing behind the system. I'm going to say the, the, the Colts, Legit there. I, I have, They have them 13th, but 5th in the overall rankings there. Uh, we go to next here is the Steelers at 6th in the AFC, 14th. So just right behind the Colts in the power ranking there. Now the Steelers, what a questionable team. If you were a Steelers fan, how upset are you at last year's just falling apart at the seams? Uh, and granted, they ride their whole their whole season rides on Big Ben. That's what you build around. You had the whole AB move him to Raiders. That that was a debacle there. You thinking Schuster's Schuster's going to be your number one receiver? He doesn't. He can't handle the stress of being the number one. And now all of a sudden, you got Coach Tomlin who I think probably coached the best he's ever coached this last year. Now, is Rudolph your answer to the future? I don't know. But Roethlisberger coming back, is he going to be the big band of old? How is he going to play? I mean, they have weapons around him, but I just, I don't know. The Steelers, 
sixth in the NFC, 14th overall in the NFL. I get it there. I get it there. Okay, now we go down to the Patriots. They dropped. There is no love for New England right now. Seventh in the NFC, in the AFC, seventh in the AFC, 15th overall in the NFL. You're putting the, the Patriots. Now think about the domination. Is this how much Tom Brady really meant to the the NFL, they dropped 13 spots. We're, we were talking New England as possibly also winning a Super Bowl. There were teams that had them picked. Now, this year going into it, of course, Ravens, Chiefs, they were the side. But, I mean, they they're, they beat the Dolphins. Who knows what happens? Now Kansas City is going to have to play. A whole different playoff scenario comes out as that happens. They're 15th in the NFL. The New England Patriots. Now, love them or hate them. You got to love them or hate them, right? And I look at it, though. Brady leaves, and they drop out of it. I'm still saying, though. I'm still going to give it here. Don't underestimate Bill Belichick. He is amazing. Probably the greatest coach of all time. Now, granted, he has his way of doing things, and it is definitely going to be his his handprint all over this franchise. I mean, nothing happens without him. It's truly, I mean, tradition. He follows the, he follows what he needs to do. Now, Garrett Sidham, as I've said, what an amazing story here. Um, comes from Auburn. I think he's going to be okay. Now, is he going to win? A lot of games, I think it's going to be won by their defense. I think the Patriots are going to win a lot of 6-3, to 9-3, 12-6. Uh, to six games. I don't think it's going to be the throw it all over the place. I think Bill Belichick will have this team ready to play. And the reason why I say Patriots will not finish 15th here in the league at the end of the season, if we talk about it and through the season, you're going to see the Patriots. They're going to play with a chip on their shoulder. They're NFL players. They're not the Jaguars. They're not the Bengals or the Dolphins, as a matter of that fact. They are a team that is going to be, I say, they compete with the Bills. And when I get to my AFC East rankings, you'll be shocked where I have the Patriots. Okay, let's be moving on now. Texans. Texans, not a lot of love for the Texans, right? <laughs> I just look at them. There's another team with top management problems. I just see an issue when your GM and your head coach is the same. I think this is two separate positions in the NFL. Bill Bryan, he comes from... Bill Belichick, right? So you got to look at him as a coach. Uh, sorry, O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, as a coach. I mean, he's made some questionable moves. You got rid of one of the number one receivers in the NFL, and you traded him for a running back that is not had the numbers as he has in the past. Are you kidding me? You look at that and I think, oh my gosh, Hopkins there for uh, Johnson, that is, that is no way. I, I, think, I think the Texans, 
Deshaun Watson is amazing young talent. I think he's going to be frustrated. Um, in the AFC, I think this is one division outside of the Jags that each week, each of these three teams, Colts, Texans, Titans, could beat one another. So I, I look at it and I say, where you're there with the Texans. Now, moving on, we're going to move on to the Browns. It would be our next topic of debate here. They're 20th in the NFL, ranked um, 8th in the uh, 9th in the AFC. I, I just think the Browns, I don't know. I would put them above the Steelers, and I know that sounds crazy. The Browns have some weapons. I mean, you look at Mayfield, he had a new coach I, I'm coming in last year, brand new coach. That was just a debacle last year in Cleveland. I don't, I'm still skeptical on Mayfield. I think he can be it. They picked up an old lineman to protect him. He was the most sacked quarterback. I think OJB was hurt last year, wasn't up to his best. I mean, you've got la uh, weapons all over the place in Cleveland. OBJ. Landry, Nick Chubb, uh, Lamar Hunt. These are some, ex I mean, it's going to be hard to spread the ball all around. But I do believe if they protect him, the Browns, the Browns could do some damage. But they play in a division with the Ravens. And I, I don't see the Browns coming out and, and beating the Ravens. They may split, but I don't know to win the division. I don't know if the Browns are there yet. Yet, I think they're up and coming. I think they're underrated here. Um, but I would put them above the Steelers if I was looking at it. Now, uh, the last one uh, to talk about, number 10 in the rankings is the Raiders. Now, what's really interesting, I've been doing a lot of research on the Raiders. And being a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you do not like the Raiders. But you want to see a good product put out on the field. A lot. The storyline's definitely behind the Raiders this year. Moving to Vegas, is the stadium going to be ready? I mean, there's a lot of things going forward. You know, is the quarterback, uh, Derek Carr, is he going to be the future? I mean, you're looking at it. I don't know. You, you, you've got some really good running back. Josh Jacobs put there. you got Darren Walker as the tight end. Hunter Renfro. Out of Clemson, he's back. You also add the fastest receiver in the draft with Ruggs. I mean, Vegas has everything there for Gruden to put to be a, a power team. But it's still the Raiders, and I, I don't know. And a lot of NFL people are not high on the Raiders. I mean, you look at this ranking here, 22nd in the NFL, 10th in the AFC, I don't know. I, I, I'm really torn here. However, I do think the Raiders, now Colin uh, Cowherd on his radio, on his podcast was talking about it, and he has Denver above the Raiders. I, I just don't see, I don't know, Denver just, my disdain for Denver, and also I just don't see it. I just don't see this young quarterback coming in the NFL, Yes, he won four or five games. They're meaningless games. In fact, 
Colin said he thinks that Denver can go into Kansas City and win in Kansas City. I mean, I just think he's saying that for ratings. But that's not the Denver Broncos. I'm talking the Raiders here. I think the Raiders will be number two in that division. And that's my uh, AFC top 10 list. Then to round it out, you have the Broncos, Chargers, Dolphins, Jets, Bengals, and Jags. Now, with those being said, the one team, and I'll come back to it when I talk about my surprising teams to watch. I think that's what you need to look at um, going forward as you have uh, the power rankings. Now, um, we'll go on to the NFC power rankings. Next up, I'll go break down those where I think talk about the individual teams there. Next up. Okay, let's talk about some NFC power rankings coming forward here. Uh, NFC, I really think the NFC is going to be a fun league. Now, I'm an AFC guy because of obvious reasons, my Kansas City Chiefs and my love for them. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard to do this podcast and subjectively take your fan goggles off and look at the NFL as a whole. This last year in doing this, I've learned so much about the NFL and AFC and NFC and the little intricates about and each team. As you dive into these teams, um, you start to see remarkable things. I follow a few podcasts on Chiefs Kingdom and um, on their app and I love it. I think they do an amazing job. Each NFL team does such a great job of sucking you in as a fan and just believing in your team. I love the NFL. You've got to love it too. You've got to be a fan of the NFL. Even if you don't, I mean, you can be like die hard, season tickets, paint your face, whatever, or to just the casual, I watch them, or I even look and read newspaper articles. I mean, whatever you do, but it is so hard to take yourself out of being a fan and look at it objectively overall the whole NFL. Why I say this is the NFC, I think this year, is going to be dynamic. Now, the AFC has a lot of stories. Can the Chiefs repeat? Do the Ravens knock them off? Are the Texans going to falter because of the trade they made with the Cardinals? All of these issues, the AFC, absolutely amazing, and I can't wait for the season to start. I mean, we're only in summer, and I'm already getting jazzed about the NFL season, right? Moving forward. As you have this. Now, looking at why I say the NFC is I don't think there is one team. Now, in the AFC, the Chiefs and the Ravens are the top two above the rest. I don't think there'll be teams to battle against them. Not saying they're going to go undefeated because that's rare. 12 and 4 season, 13 and 3, maybe for the Chiefs. I see that as happening. Winning the number one seed. I mean, Monday night, playing the Ravens in Baltimore. What an amazing game. NFL spot on on that game. And of course, you're going to put that on there, everybody to see. Now, NFC, I mean, you can say, oh, no, we have the 49ers. Yes, but the 49ers are only a few plays away from even being in the Super Bowl. I mean, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints. 
And this is just to name a few in the NFC who are all teams, all teams who will give everything they can to taking away that top spot. And where do you put them? And, and upcoming teams that have made some advances through the draft in the NFC, they'll be good. Now, um, let's go on. Let's get started, though. Okay, 49ers, as, we, as I want to talk about them, they have them as number three in the NFL power ranking, number one in the NFC. I think you got to put them there just simply because they are coming back. They have key starters. Uh, in that division, though, what a tough division. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers. I mean, I don't think this year the Cardinals are going to be a gimme. I think that is a tough, tough division. Like I said, every division has maybe one team, but I just looking at this one, I, I mean, only thing is, is their depth. They bring back a lot of starters. They have probably the best line. They have the second best tight end in Kittles next to Kelsey for the Chiefs. Probably the number one fullback in the NFL. However, with all these weapons, I'm still not sold on the 49ers. I think they're an amazing team. They got in a good run. And I would have liked to see the Saints and the 49ers play rather than the Packers and the 49ers. But here nor there, that's what I have. Now, the Saints, number two. I have been riding the Saints bandwagon every year. And, and if you know, and, and you know me as a person, or you know that I am, uh, I, I do have a tender spot in my heart for the Saints. My one son, um, he's been a Saints fan all the way back to Aaron Brooks. And he had his little jersey. And I remember just uh, one time being in a fan store and the guy said, the Saints? You mean the Aints? And, and he said, we don't sell anything of the Saints. Now, that was way back when. And now we're here, you know, fast forward 10 years, and we're looking at the, the Saints now. And I, I really think this is a team. And, and, and if I was to pick just to the first of the year, I would say uh, the Saints have a definite shot at making to the Super Bowl. Um, I think they have weapons around them. I think they have a high-powered offense. I really uh, like what they did in the offseason, uh, adding, they add to help their run game with Caesar out of Michigan, the O-lineman. I mean, just, I mean, some really good things going on there with the Saints um, as they took uh, Caesar Ruiz, as I said, there, I, I, I just have them at number two in the NFC, and number three in the rankings overall. Now, let's talk about the Seahawks. Uh, my other son, give him a quick shout-out, check it out. He did an awesome job on his last podcast with the coach of Tennessee, uh, sorry, uh, tight end recruiting coach out of Appalachian State. It was a great job. It was really good to listen to. He's on Get the Ball Rolling podcast. Check that out. Now, he is been enamored, but he's a fan. He His favorite team is the Buccaneers, but he married a girl from the great Northwest, and he went up to Seattle, saw the stadium, and fell in love with it, and he is, is, is becoming a Seahawks fan. He's still a Bucks fan, but he has a special heart spot in his heart for the Seahawks. I think they're overrated here. Um, I, I don't... 
I, I wouldn't have put them there with the Seahawks. I think they had a good draft. They, they made some very good picks to help them out. But I would kind of reverse this order uh, with the Seahawks and the Packers. I'm more of a Packers. I think the Packers have more going for them. I think that's the next team up at number six in the NFL, number four. Now, as you compare these two teams, I think the Seahawks make the playoffs. I really do. I think they make the playoffs, um, but don't win their division. I'm, I'm still going to go with the 49ers to win that division. I know that's a, a reach and, and everybody's saying it, but I, I, I got to go there. Packers, I think very interesting. Also, especially this offseason with bringing in Jordan Love. I mean, you got to look at it. The Packers, though, Aaron Rodgers is still there. He still has two years on his contract. Now, will he finish his career in Green Bay? Who knows? You brought Jordan Love in to, to take over. Same reason why they brought in Aaron Rodgers to take over from Brett Favre. The Packers have key places. Now, for some reason, they did not play well against the 49ers. I picked the Packers to beat the 49ers going into it and have the Packers Chiefs. I really did. I thought they could. Maybe I'm just enamored by the tradition and the mystique of the Packers. I still think the Packers win their division, and I still think they are a, uh, a playoff team. I think you've got to consider them for uh, a Super Bowl run. Even with everything going on around them, I like the puzzles, the pieces they have in there. I like Lazard at, at the pickup. I like Devontae Adams. Um, they got Devin Funches. I know that's kind of, he's an older guy, but he, I think he'll be able to help out. And your, co and your coach is back for his second year. I, I really think it's going to be a good year for the, for the Buccaneers. Now, next up is the, is the Buccaneers um, coming in. Now, because of Tom Brady, they have moved up in the rankings. I mean, last year you were saying, that, really? Tampa Bay, they've moved up 10 spots in the rankings to take this spot just because of Tom Brady and Gronk, right? Now, they do have weapons. I think they went out and got the steal of the draft. Drafting Tristan Wirfs out of uh, Iowa, I had him as my number one overall draft pick outside of the quarterbacks in the O-line. I thought that was a really good move. Um, also, they picked up Kishon Vaughn was the other one they picked up. And they, they added some other weapons to their already amazing weapons. Gronkowski, they have Mike Evans. I mean, they are really loaded and ready to go. Now, do they beat the Saints? No. Maybe split the division. Do they win their division? No. But I think they, they, did, they will make some noise. So by moving up, I think they're there. I think that's really good. Now, next one up is the Vikings. Talk to you there. Overall, the Vikings were ranked ninth in the NFL, which I think not a lot of love given to the Vikings. In fact, I would put the Vikings above the Buccaneers as a playoff team. I think the Vikings make it. Um, I don't put them above the Saints, Seahawks, or Packers. I put them right there. So I think they kind of dropped one to the ninth. 
but I think it's just because of the Tom Brady issues everybody's talking about there. Um, I think they're very much, they got rid of uh, Diggs. I think he was detrimental to the team, although an amazing talent. I think the team will gel together. But then again, in the end, um, I don't see him being a conference champion, going to the Super Bowl. They're still the Vikings. Now, I got a few uh, kids in class that absolutely love the Vikings. Um, Javen, he, he, he totally digs the Vikings, and I've talked to him. And, and I just look at it. I think the Vikings, everything is going to ride on Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins, I don't see him being that quarterback to win the big game when he needs to. I, I, the leadership, the just the poise that he has, he's, he just seems like a second-tier quarterback. Now, I mean, that being said, I, I don't want to dog on the guy because, I mean, he's a pro. But when I look at quarterbacks, I, I just say he's good but not great. You know, and I think the Vikings are going to be the Vikings. I think they're they're going to let their fans down again. Um, I see them making the playoffs, but a wild card team uh, at best, and maybe one win in the playoffs. But I don't see them going further. Now the next one up um, is the Cowboys. What what do you do with the Cowboys? I talked a little bit about Dak and those issues there. I mean, you think about it. They, what an amazing pickup in the draft. I mean, you add Lamb to those weapons. Are you kidding me, Cowboys? Sign him right now. Get Prescott playing. I think right now with the Dallas Cowboys sitting 10th in the NFL, right? 7th in the NFC. I think they're a division winner. I think they have all the tools. I think... Um, can they go deep in the playoffs? No. Are they a Seahawks? No. Are they a Saints? No. But I think they can do some damage um, as a team. I think they're, I really, now I don't like the Cowboys. They're not my team. But for some reason, I'm buying into the mystique of this team and, and really interested to see what they do. Again, I'll cheer against them, but that's where I take them. I take the Cowboys there, I think that's a good pick, good fit there. Now, next up are the Eagles. Um, they come in in um, 12th overall and 8th in the NFC. I think this is an interesting team. I think picking up Hurts uh, was an interesting pick, but I love their first round draft pick, uh, Jalen Rager out of uh, TCU. I'm excited to see him play. They have some weapons on this team. Bringing back Zach Ertz, I mean, come on. You have some weapons. The thing is, can Wentz stay healthy? He's yet to play a full season. I think that's what you have. Now, yes, they did bring in Jalen Hurts. Are they a playoff team? I don't know. I think this division only gets one team in the playoffs this year. I think with the NFC being as tough as it is, they have got to beat the Cowboys. Um... It's going to be a fun, fun, fun two teams to watch. Like I said, a lot of storylines there. Very interesting on the Eagles as we move forward there with the Eagles being in this position. Now, the next one after the Eagles, we have the Rams. Now, the Rams, 
17th overall in the NFL. Can you believe that? They have. This is this is this is two years removed from the Super Bowl. They all already have them as not being a ranked team. But then again, can you can you blame them? Can we blame fans? If you're a Rams fan, I mean, love the new digs. I I think it's it's okay. You're going to a new stadium. I mean, you get rid of Todd, Todd Gurley going to the Falcons. Uh, Brendan Cooks leaving. Um, I don't know how this is going to work. Now, you brought in Cam Akers and uh, Van Jefferson from LSU, I think which are both two amazing players and are going to do some things for you. But as the Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks, I think you're playing for a third spot. And what are you going to do against... What are you going to do against the Cardinals? Cardinals got better. They, they, they did. I, so I look at that. Um, I, I just don't see him making the playoffs. I was burned last year by the Rams. They had the Super Bowl hangover last year. They faltered. I think this year will be the same as last year. I don't see the Rams making a big splash. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. But I don't think they're the playoff team there. Now, next up is the Falcons. Here is a team, intriguing. They finished the season out with the last four, four games, right? Last four games with a win. And they were a debacle. Coach almost fired. I mean, they, they had, it was crazy. However, you now pick up Todd Gurley. You solidify your run game. Uh, Freeman did okay. Now, can Todd Gurley, is his injury going to be there? I, I mean, that's yet to be seen. I mean, they nearly, I mean, they almost made the playoffs. The Falcons were still there. But in that division, wow, again, another strong division. Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons, any one of those three teams can beat either one of them on a given day in that division. Now, the Panthers, Still question mark. Don't know what happens there. But I, I don't know. I, I'm penciling it in right now. And I've written out on my notes, very intriguing. I mean, they are a team that is going to watch. They have weapons. They have tools. We'll see where it plays out. Then the rest of the way out in the NFC, Cardinals, Panthers, Lions, Giants, Redskins. I mean, you just, wow. Just, just debacklement of teams, right? So as we look there, that's what you have is your NFL, uh, NFC, power rankings. Again, thoughts from the NFL. I gave you mine. I still, my NFL top 10 is upcoming. Stay tuned. Okay, we've covered a lot in the show. I hope you're staying with me. Um, Don't have to listen to all of it. Break it up in, in, in different segments as I have, have it broken down and you can grab it there. Now, I want to talk to about teams that could surprise you. I want you to take a second think about your favorite team. Okay? Take about, think about your favorite team and where you think they'll place. And now once you have that done. Now you got that? Okay. Now, what I want you to do is be thinking. Now, this is really hard. This is what I talked about last segment. You have teams you like, and we always get in this as a family. We come, I'm from a football family. My head, uh, my father was a head coach, um, 
not a head coach, uh, coached at Bonneville High School for many, many years. Uh, I've been a head coach, but not as football, other sports, uh, coaching. Um, I've coached football, been coordinator at the high school level. I absolutely love football. And again, so my family, we're a big football family. Even my wife, who knew nothing coming into the marriage about football, has now become a football fan. Her favorite team is the Chargers. You know her. I had her on the show many times with Leslie's picks. And, and she does know her stuff. It's, it's really exciting to see how football kind of bites you. And although she doesn't absolutely love it, She'll sit down and watch her team and she'll look at storylines and it's, it's quite interesting. And, and this is somebody who didn't even know what a football was when I married her. She wore pink to a BYU football game. Our colors are blue. I mean, it's just crazy how far she's came and I love her for that. Um, now, as I was saying, think about that team that... You, in the NFL, if you're a fan of the NFL, you probably know this. Think about the teams that you think are going to do something. And, and, and how are they going to do you? You break it down by divisions. Look at individual teams. Now, granted, you have your fans, but I'm talking some teams to watch. And as I've gone through just early and I've seen it and looked at it, I'm going to give you here some surprise teams. I'm just going to break it down by division. AFC East, we'll start there. Patriots. Do the Patriots maintain their dominance of this division? Or the Bills? Now you gotta throw in the Dolphins and the Jets. What team interests you here the most? For me, of course, storylines are there. However, team to watch in this division is the Dolphins. Head coach, very hard-nosed, by the book, love what he's doing in and down there, this offseason, if you're a Dolphins fan, go Fins, man. Fins up because here you go. He held their roster. Even in their draft, they drafted three players that can come in and start now. And also, they added players to their team that are going to benefit them. And, of course, the number one pick you got was Tua. I mean, that's going to help you, right? I mean, you got to look at Albert Wilson. I mean, they're just, just some amazing um, players there in the Dolphins. I have them as a surprise team. Don't sleep on the Dolphins this year. Now, are they a playoff contender? No. Do they win that division? No. But storylines are there. Can Tua play? Can he do what he's done in the past can he bring this franchise back from the depths of despair? That is an interesting one. I think this division in the AFC is going to be a fun one to watch. I think you have the Bills who could knock off the Patriots or the Patriots play with a chip on the shoulder. Um, looking at it very much. But Dolphins. Dolphins are the team in the AFC East. I'm saying that are going to be a surprising team to watch. Okay, AFC North. Now you have the Steelers, Ravens. Bengals, and then you have the Browns. Last year, the team, hyped above all hype, fizzled out. However, with that being said, 
The Browns are my surprising team to watch. Watch what the Browns do this year. I think it's going to be incredible. I think with the weapons around them, OG, um, Odell Beckham Jr. went out, had surgery, got his hernia fixed, got his growing fixed. I watched a thing on ESPN the other day about him. He was doing this workout. He looks good. I mean, he looks really good. And I'm not a Browns fan by any stretch of the means. I mean, I'm just saying this team could do some damage. Now, do they win the division and upset the Ravens? I don't think so. Do they finish second with a chance to go to the playoffs? Yes. I, I, I would absolutely probably pencil them in as finishing second in that division. Now, AFC South, the team to watch, and I kind of highlighted it, and I told you there, are the Colts. Now, the Colts are a team that I absolutely despise because uh, well back, my brother, he's an avid Colts fan. And, and for some reason, my family, they jump on his bandwagon where the Colts and, and the Colts got down to the Chiefs and really the Chiefs were beating them. And we were going back and forth and, and talking and sending text messages and making fun of each other. And, and next thing you know, all of a sudden, I still have that vivid memory of Andrew Luck jumping over the touchdown line to go up to beat the Kansas City Chiefs where the Chiefs were up by, I think they were up by over 20 and lost the game. So I have zero love for the Colts. However, they are my AFC South team. I think they have weapons. I think you have T.Y. coming back. I think Phillip Rivers is going to add a continuity, not to take anything away from Jacoby Brissett there, but I think uh, their coach, he is, is, is by the numbers kind of guy. I, I really like what he's doing there. I, I just think the Colts are a team. Yes, they win that division. Now, is that also a tough division? Probably the toughest. Colts, Texans, Titans. I think, though, the Colts are the team in that division to watch. Now, AFC West, I mean, is it even a question? The team to watch is the Chiefs. And, and you say, well, you're a homer. They're, they're the Denver. Look at Denver, rookie quarterback coming back. They've got added weapons. You look at the Raiders. They're, they're going to have, is Mariota going to be the quarterback because Gruden likes him over Derek Carr? I mean, there's so many things going on there. Also, the Chargers. Are the Chargers even, I mean, they, they have some, some weapons. Can they be there? I mean, I'm not saying this is the toughest division, but I'm saying the reason why I'm saying watch the Chiefs it's because they're fun. Patrick Mahomes adds an element to the game that is amazing. Also, can they repeat? Of course, I'm going to be cheering for them to repeat. Can they repeat? And that's what I want to see. How do they come out as Super Bowl champions and maintain that level of success? We as, as Kansas City Chiefs fans don't know that. I don't have an answer for you. Of course, I'm a fan and I want to see them go on and I want to see them do well and I want to see them win every single game. However, how can they handle being number one? They had to come back in a lot of games last year. Mahomes, I mean, all the playoff games. I mean, we were behind and came back and won. I like to see what they're going to do. I like what they've added to the defense. So they're my pick for AFC West. Now, let's go on to the NFC. 
Now, again, I am an AFC guy. I think there are storylines all over. I'm really excited, actually. I wish the season was beginning. I wish we were sitting at August 1st right now and just ready to go. I'm ready for football. I'm ready for any sports. Heck, I, mean, I even watched USC. I mean, when, when does that happen? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm Jones in this weekend for NASCAR. I, closet NASCAR fan, yes. But I'm really excited to have just some live sports going on. Now, my NFC, let's start with the NFC East. Teams to watch. <laughs> and, and I've alluded to this. I, I've said it, um, the Cowboys. I, I think the Cowboys are the team to watch if Dak is playing. If Dak is their quarterback, I really think they're going to make some noise and they win that division. That division's only getting one winner. I think the Eagles are going to be fun. They have some weapons around them. But I still think the Cowboys, if Dak, if Dak is there, if he's not, I put the Eagles in that division and the Cowboys don't even make the playoffs. I'm not going to dog on Dalton, but I don't think Andy Dalton gets the Cowboys to the playoffs with the NFC being as tough as they are. Not going to happen, right? NFC North, my team here now. Last year, I I was on their bag wagon also like with the Rams. Let's go to the NFC North. You have the Packers, the Lions, you also have the Vikings, and then you have the Bears. Amazing defense. Can, can you, anybody want to discredit that against me? Bring it. Because they have a very, very good defense. Now, do they have quarterback controversy? Yes. Are they, are they is Foles going to be the man? Can he play a full season? He's yet to play a full season. He always gets hurt. So you got to know at some point in time, if he can stay healthy, however, I just love their coach. He's a product of Andy Reid. Um, he was the OC at Kansas City uh, before he took the job at the Bears. I, mean, I just love Nagy. I really do. I think he's, I love his visor. The Bears. The Bears are my, is, is the team to watch there. Um, I just think they are an amazing team, going to do some amazing things. Now, are they going to be a playoff team? I don't know if they're a playoff team. I do know this, that the Bears are, are going to win some games. I, I, I really think they're going to do okay. But I think they're going to be the surprising team of that division. They're going to be the ones that are going to hang games, are going to be there. Now, again, I, I, I don't think, I think the Packers um, are, are the team and the Vikings. I don't even know if the Bears make the playoffs. I am going to pencil them in as a playoff team. There's a couple teams that have question marks, but they are my team that are going to surprise you. The Bears are not going to be like they were last year. Okay, NFC South. Now also, I, I, I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier in the NFC rankings. The Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers, the Buccaneers. Everybody wants to see what Tom Brady's going to do. And heck, Tampa Bay is going to play five times on national television, right? In prime time. When does that ever happen for the Bucks? However, they're not the team. I'm going to tell you, they're not the team that you're going to want to watch or that will surprise you. I mean, you're going to want to watch them, of course. But I think it's going to be the Falcons. 
They're the ones, they're going to be the ones that are going to surprise you. Watch the Falcons this year. See what happens in there. I mean, they got new digs. Really think they're pretty cool. If you look them up, the Falcons have some sweet swag. Got the drip going on. That is for sure. Now, with that being said, again, are they a playoff team? I think they have potential. They're just like the Bears. That's why I say they're going to be a surprising team. They're going to snake by some of these teams looking into it. I, I look at there. Now, uh, moving on to the NFC West, I think the one team that you're going to want to watch, the surprising team here, is going to be the Seahawks. Now, why I say that is they are living in the shadow of the 49ers. The 49ers are picked again to make it back to the Super Bowl, right? They're the third-ranked power rank, number one in the NFC. Can the Seahawks come out from the shadow of the 49ers? Now, you say they have before. Yes, they have. The 49ers have weapons all over the place. Seattle had a chance to beat the 49ers and didn't, right, in the regular seasons that set them up so they became a road game in the, in the playoffs. But the Seahawks are very intriguing because of what they're going to do with the weapons around. Russell Wilson, um, underrated as a quarterback, uh, I think he'll do well. Now, <laughs> I don't think the Seahawks win that division. I just think the 49ers are too tough. So I, I do have it, but I really think, watch the Seahawks this year. I think they're a team to watch in the NFC West out of those teams. Now, there's storylines all over, but as teams that are going to be surprising to you, watch the Seahawks. Um, so overall, surprising teams. Dolphins, Browns, Colts, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bears, Falcons, Seahawks. Let me know what you think. Uh, they're just my teams that I think are going to surprise some teams. I think they're going to be fun to watch. Some dynamics, some coaches. I think that's where you're at. That's this segment. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, my top 10 in the NFL. Okay, we're back in at 24-7 Ball Talk. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everyone. Listen to this guy. Uh... I'm just a fan. I just started this. However, in this last year, I've grown immensely in understanding the NFL. I'm realizing how much I don't understand, how much um, research goes into these shows. I, I probably put in uh, four or more hours in, in the research and, and just getting ready for the show. I probably add a whole... I, don't know, I, I would hate to put down how much I read outside of that by, by hitting sites on the internet. I mean, just your regular one, ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, NFL, CBS. Just those alone can keep you busy enough. But then you start to dive into the individual ones and you start looking at newspapers of teams, uh, Kansas City, I always read their newspaper, what's going on there. Uh, I read other newspapers. Right now, I've, I've been reading one in Tampa Bay just because of the, of the Tom Brady following. Um, hit the Chicago. I, I like reading about their team. I, I listen to other podcasts. I mean, 
some really interesting things. Now let's get down to it. This is my last segment of the show for this one. Um, and I want to talk about my top 10 NFL, according to Sean Michael Fessler. That's me. This is just my opinion too. So take it for what it's worth. I mean, I would take it to the bank because I think I'm going to be pretty good on this. Last year, uh, I, I, I missed on the Rams. That one I missed on. It was only one on the NFC side. And uh, on the AFC side uh, of making the rankings here, um, I didn't see Tennessee. Uh, I mean, through the season, yes. Towards the end of the season, yes. But at the beginning of the season, I didn't, I didn't have Tennessee. I had the Steelers making, her, uh, making the playoffs last year. But uh, as I said, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'll do this one more time before the regular season. I always like to talk about rankings, the power rankings, because I think they're very interesting as you, as you look there of, of where teams are at. Now, um, I'll highlight different things like I did last year, different teams at different points, talks about wins, losses. I don't always want to talk about the number one teams. I, last year, I dove into reasons why there were some bottom feeders, why they were where they were. Talk about them. Um, you know, why can a team like the Dolphins, why don't they win? They're all pros. Uh, like I said, I start reading newspaper articles, looking at interviews. Uh, Taco Charlton told the on his podcast to the Chiefs Kingdom. He told him, he said, you know, I just got to a point of, of the team that I, I just wasn't playing hard. And that was with the Dolphins, and we know that. You look at his numbers. I mean, he just, he had okay numbers, but, I mean, maybe it's the, the well, the culture. Maybe you get so down, you know you're not going to make the playoffs. The grind of the NFL season. I mean, 16 games, that's brutal. Uh, I mean, you're grinding. You're putting a toll on your body. I mean, we we pay these men a lot of money to play this game, but their money, their bodies are 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 just destroyed. They are specimens. They are amazing athletes, and I, when I watch the pro game, it just amazes me. I love it. These guys, and then you look at it, and yes, they make a lot of money doing what they do and playing a game, but. Why do they lose? How can a team like Kansas City Chiefs win and be at the top of their game and a team like the Dolphins can be at the bottom when they're all pros? That's what interests me about the NFL. And I'll highlight some of those teams as we get going to maybe look at problems and I'll give you my analysis of those. But right now I want to talk about top 10 NFL teams according to me. Now let's kind of look here as we go over. I have 10th ranked Bills. I, I, I really do. Now, I have said, going back and forth, I still haven't put it in pen for sure. I think the Patriots win that division. I think as of right now. Now, when it gets a little closer, we've seen some, some previews of the team, see how they play. Might be different. Might be Penny and the Patriots, but right now I'm going to put the Bills at 10, okay? Put the Bills at 10. Now, this is overall NFL top 10. Number nine, the Bucks. I'm going against, 
I don't think Tampa Bay, all the hype, I think they're the Browns of this year. Now, are they going to win games? Yes. Do they have weapons? Yes. I don't think they're going to tank it and not make the playoffs. But I don't think they're seventh. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't put them that high. I have the Bucks at nine, just simply because of the weapons they have them. Bruce Arians, a coach. I really think they'll be better there, so I put them at nine. Eight, I'm going to go with the Colts. And I've said reasons before in the show, reason why there. Vikings, seventh. Vikings, seventh. Now, this is where everybody starts to get interesting. Your top six NFL teams. Everybody said, well, what about top five? No, I'm going to go top six here. And you could probably take any one of these orders and switch them. I don't think there's a definite number one team straight out going to win it. Let's pencil them in right now as Super Bowl champs. I don't say you do that. Now, being a fan of the Chiefs, I say you could. However, number six, I'm going to put it the Seahawks. One of my surprising teams to watch, and that's why I have them sixth. I have them going to the playoffs, definitely going to the playoffs. But I have them at six behind the 49ers. And the 40. And, and the 49ers in their division, that's where I have the 49ers placed there. I still like the Seahawks. Surprising team. I think they're going to surprise some people. But I don't know if they can knock off the 49ers. But I just think they're a team to watch. Number five, the Packers. They do have weapons around them. And as long as they have Aaron Rodgers and their strong defense, which they have... I think the Packers can win football games. I think they're the fifth best team in the NFL as of right now. Um, they beat the Seahawks last year, so they have earned that right to be there. Now, are they better than the Ravens? No. I have the Ravens at four. I have the Packers and the Seahawks. Either You can flip-flop those all day long. Now we start getting into the elite teams. Now, are the Ravens better than the Packers? No. Could the Packers beat the Ravens? Yes. Could the Seahawks beat the Ravens? Yes. But I have the Ravens at number four. And because of their defense, I think their defense comes back. Everybody puts a lot on Lamar Jackson. But their defense is very good. They bring back some key players on that defense and if you keep the other team's offense, i.e. Kansas City Chiefs, off the field, and you let that run game of your Lamar Jackson, and I mean, you're, you're going to win football games. So I put them four. Now, are they better than the 49ers? I don't think so. I don't think the 49ers. I think the 49ers, last year I would have said you overrated them. But having watched them, they are young. They are a young football team. They remind me a lot of the 81 49ers. I watched a thing on SportsCenter the other day, the 30-30, about the 49ers when they upset the Cowboys and won their first uh, conference championship to go to the Super Bowl, which ended up beating the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And I was cheering for the Bengals, by the way. Ken Anderson and his little dual helmet there. Oh, man, I wanted them to win so bad. Um but the 49ers did win. My father is a 49ers fan. And so um, we're looking there. Uh, I think they're the th I'm going to put them at number three. I think the 49ers could beat the Ravens. I think they, in their division, I think they could beat the Packers, which they did. I think they could beat the Seahawks, which they did. So in looking at a head-to-head -head rival, I say you got to go to the 49ers. 
You got to put him there. A team that can win, a coach that's intelligent, a quarterback that's not going to lose the game. Uh, I really, I, I put them at number three. Now we're down to our top two teams. Now, again, I told you I'm biased a little bit, but I am getting better. I'm being subjective here. I look at off-season teams, off-season moves, what you're doing to better your team, build the weapons around you, and I think the Saints have done that. The Saints are a team that can make it to the Super Bowl. If the Saints didn't have the referees on the field, do they win? Yes, they beat the Rams. Now, oh, poor Saints. Even the year before that, the debacle with the Vikings. I mean, make a tackle. Uh, but they're right there. And I think this might be one of the last years for Drew Brees and the Saints to do it before they have to dismantle everything. Now, is Jameis Winston the next thing in, the, in New Orleans? I don't think so. Is Taysom Hill, can he be the next quarterback? Maybe. One thing I say, though, I think it's Drew Brees, and they have weapons. The Saints have talent. I love their receiving core. I mean, their receiving core is amazing. I mean, they have just weapons and talents. Also, their run game. Kamara, he is amazing. And they picked up Jonathan Taylor. Are you kidding me? I mean, these are some things that the Saints have going for them. So I, I really think um, the Saints have a shot at making it to the Super Bowl. I really do. Tough division, though. Very tough division. They'll beat the Panthers twice. I think they could split with the other teams. True. I have them winning that division. I have them playing in the Super Bowl as of right now. Now, I know it is May, and I'm talking Super Bowl. And I know these teams need to play. But right now, in watching of it, I put them there. Now, we come to number one. Of course, you're going to say, you're going to go, oh, you're a homer. You would have put them there anyways. Maybe, if I'm a fan. But you know what? I really think, so I put the Saints and the 49ers over the Ravens. I, I just think those, the caliber team and watching these team play, I just think those two teams in a head-to-head -head battle against the Ravens would be there. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are an amazing asset. They're, 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 a, they're a fun team to watch. I think they've added weapons to their already weapons that they have. I think their defense is going to be better. Now, did you hear what I said? The defense is going to be better. They, they, Spag, no, he's, he's doing, he's doing some amazing things. I'm excited. I'm excited for the players they bring back. We lose two players, two, that's it, off of our team. We bring back 20 starters. That's amazing. And you look at it, and also, Pat Mahomes, he's, I mean, maybe you get injured, maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But I mean, he's going to come back. He's got another year under his belt, and he's, I just see him only getting better. I really do. I think he's the next greatest quarterback that we'll talk about for the next 10 years. I think you're going to talk and put him up there. I really like Kansas City as my number one pick. Um, in the power rankings, in my top 10 right now, my chance to win the Super Bowl, Vegas also agrees with me. I think it's theirs to lose, and I think you would have to, I, I mean, you could make a case. 
You could make a case against the Saints. You could make a case for the 49ers. 49ers were winning at one point in time the game and, and, and gave it up. But uh, in the Super Bowl, I think those, those are it. I, I'm just excited for this next year of these. That's my NFL top 10. Again, let's go over it. Chiefs, Saints, 49ers, Ravens, Packers, Seahawks, Vikings, Colts, Bucks, Bills. Those are the top 10 in order. Uh, again, it's my opinion. I do a lot of research on this. I am becoming more subjective. It just happens to be my team's the Super Bowl champions, and I'm loving it. And I'm going to ride it out all year until we crown somebody new in February. Again, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your families about this podcast. Uh, this is NFL edition. I'll post another one probably Saturday, NBA edition. And we'll talk to you later.